Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Hey, everyone. It's hot all over America. I hope you're not dying uh, like everyone else is on vacation all over the world. Beyonce has been photoshopped in some Lion King pictures. We'll discuss it all on this week's Cover to Cover. Listening to the Catch trailer, everyone. It's the trailer for Cats, the new. I haven't seen you before, have I? Yeah, that's right. The new exciting movie coming out. Um, I guess it's coming out next Christmas or this Christmas or next summer from the Broadway spectacular Cats, now and forever at the Winter Garden Theater. It'll be coming to a movie theater starring Taylor Swift, Judy Dench, Jennifer. Jennifer, what's her name? Jennifer Holiday? Jennifer, yeah, the one from... Ooh, ooh, we're beginning to swell. James Corden. Here we go! <laughs> well, there it is, everybody. Thank you, Alex. Queuing up the Cats trailer for us. Everybody is talking about it. They released a trailer for Cats. And, uh, you know, we all know Cats. It's a musical. It's a musical where uh, where cats roam through the hallways and uh, and the stages of, of Broadway, the Winter Garden Theater. For those of you who are from New York, it ran for years and years and years and years and years. I think it's Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cats and Memories is their big hit song from it. Memories and the kitties are sleeping. They've gone to the litter box more times in one day. I think that's how it goes. And uh, now they made it, you know, they, so here they are. If you've seen the trailer, if you watch the trailer, millions of people have, which is a good sign, I guess, if you're going to release a movie, you want the trailers to get big amounts of hits, which this has. I don't know if it's getting the reaction they wanted, though, from people. Uh, people are saying it's absolutely terrifying. It's to see. yeah, and Alex, super terrifying. Alex just watched it for the first time, and he, uh, he his reaction was, it's terrifying. Um I had a bit of a different reaction. I heard heard some of the uh, some of the, the reports that it is terrifying to see these people in their cats gear, 
you know, uh, Jennifer Hudson, that was her name. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. Jennifer Hudson and Taylor Swift and Judy Dench and uh, James Corden, they're all dolled up in their cat gear. And it looks a little creepy. Uh, people in, you know, dressed like adults, dressed like cats is strange. It looks like a furry's, uh, you know, we always talk about furries on here. It's like a furry's dream seeing, ta- like if you're, Taylor Swift, first of all, is already probably like a, you know, like a, f- a, f- a fetish for a lot of people, you know, her, just the way she is, like tall, slim country singer, girl, you know, innocent. That's probably a thing. Now you put her in a cat outfit. I mean, these guys are probably just, oh my God, the Coming things the they're wood. doing. Works. to themselves over Taylor Swift in a cat suit is probably unbelievable. I, I, there's probably guys out there doing some shit to themselves over Judy Dench in a cat suit, you know, and that's a, it's a fellow I'd rather Dude, talk that to. that James Corden in a cat suit. <laughs> well, this James Corden, I, I don't know. You know, say what you, this, I, James Corden to me is like, I, I guess it's fine. I, I you know, he's, his show's interesting. He's, he's like a very talented guy and I hear him on Howard Stern a lot and I do, I do like him, but sometimes he comes off to me as corny as shit. Like, uh, but he's an English guy and yeah. he likes musicals and he likes this kind of stuff. So he's, uh, and, so he's in this, and I don't know whether when James Corden sleeps. I feel like he's got a night, you know, daily show on at night. And I have a lot of friends who write on it. Ian Carmel's the head writer of it. Good guy. I worked on Chelsea lately with me, and um, and then and then he's out doing movies like constantly. Like I don't. This is crazy. And he has children. Like these people. Like I do one thing in a day. And that's it. I'm done for the day. I'm You're like, done. no, I did it. That's I went and did. I went to the, you know, got the mail. So that's it for the day. No, uh, no pictures on Instagram of your watch at 4 a.m. No, no. At the gym. Yeah. No. Oh my mm-hmm. God. I get. Yeah. That's good for these. I guess that's why they're successful. You know, yeah. they can do a mi- million things in in one day. I can't. I I, lo- I look at the traffic in Los Angeles and I'm like, what time do you want me there? They're like, uh, we want you there at uh, four. I'm like, well, that means I got to leave the house at 10 a.m. Yeah. To get there at four. Mm-hmm. So then I got start getting ready at you know 7 a.m um so then the day's shot i'm done if i have to do one thing in santa monica i'm done for the day because then i got to come back three more hours i'm home at 11 p.m to do one thing so i don't know how anybody gets around california is like it's so weird it, it takes you an hour to go 20 minutes any or like i know it, it's like you think like I'll be ba- I'll be at the store and back real quick and it's an hour every time I, every time every, every time. time everything ta- everything takes three hours they, everything. they must have car services obviously but or, even that's the, the car service doesn't fly it's still stuck in I know I yeah. always think of, I often think about that but you're in the same traffic whether you're in the back seat of the car or driving the car mm-hmm. it's the same traffic anyway that's what we call in this uh, in this show business we call that a tangent we were on the catch trailer and we went down a road and it was a heavily trafficked road and we now we're back to the catch trailer I thought it was, I love musicals. I've said this before. I love Cats. I like the music in Cats. I, I get it. I will definitely be seeing Cats. Uh, I like the director. He directed The King's Speech and he directed, I believe, Les Mis, the film version of it with Hugh Jackman. Both fantastic movies. So I like his work. I get it. Um, the only, My only problem with it is I see that they have uh, Rebel Wilson in it as a cat and she's, you know, being, she's the comic relief in it. Uh, I don't, for the life of me, get this Rebel Wilson. I know we she's been force fed to us here in America 
time and time again. And I know some of you think it's hilarious. I know she's been in, you know, Fever Pitch or Perfect Pitch or Pitch Perfect or whatever those movies are called. And she falls down and she's heavy and she falls down a lot in those movies. And it's hilarious every time she has trouble, you know, getting out a window or, you know, you know, trying to get a guy. And it's an awkward situation where her and she jumps on the bed and the guy bounces off the bed because she's heavy. I got it. I, we get the joke. But I, I can't. I can't anymore with the slow speak and, hey, everyone, are you, uh, what? And she go, oh, she's got to pretend like she doesn't know anything about, that's the act. I met her. She hosted Chelsea Lately once years ago when she nobody knew who she was. Uh, I think Steve Marmelstein, who's been on the show, had the greatest line ever. We used, I think I maybe have sped, said this story before on the show. But we used to go around our writer's room table if we had a, a special guest host. And we would introduce ourselves to them. Because in the morning, we would just show up and it would be whoever was guest hosting that day would be sitting there. And if... I felt bad for them because they're like, what the hell am I doing? Like, at 7 o'clock in the morning, I don't know any of these people. Mm -hmm. For poor, you know, we had the Kardashians do it. We had Dave Grohl do it. We had Rebel Wilson do it. We had a lot of good, Dak Shepard did it. A lot of good people do it. And we had Rebel Wilson. So Rebel Wilson's poor. She didn't know anything and about you know, this show or America or anything. She doesn't get it. She didn't really know Chelsea. And... We all go around, introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Heather McDonald. Hi, I'm Sarah Colonna, Chris Frangiola, Steve Marmelstein. And then Steve, Steve sits next to me and he whispers in my ear. He goes, now tell us who you are. <laughs> <laughs> Which at the time, really nobody knew who she was because she wasn't even, I think she just had a small part and knocked up or whatever at that point. <laughs> and uh, then, then we did like some sketches with her and she just wasn't really, I was like, oh my God, this is like her whole thing. is just like lazy person. That's, that's the act. So she is going to be the comic relief in Cats, and uh, you know I I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I don't get her. I don't get the shtick. And it, you know what? I, now I'll probably go see one of her movies. I've never seen a Pitch Perfect movie. I don't I don't think I've ever seen the one with her and Anne Hathaway where they played like I don't know gangsters or something that just came out. The one where she was in romantic comedies was spoof of that. I didn't see any of them. I'll probably watch wind up watching one of them on a flight one time and then fall in love and say, she's the greatest. I apologize for everything I ever said about her. But at this point, I choose to make judgments on zero, on absolutely nothing. I have no, I've never seen her work, but I'm going to judge harshly and say that she stinks in Cats. That's it. And I'm, But I'll see it. I'm going to see Cats. They, they released a lot of trailers the past couple of days. Um, I don't know why we call them trailers, but here in Hollywood, we call them trailers. I think we all know that. And I think that that speak has made it now into the, into the vernacular it's of America. Permeated, yeah, yeah. It's permeated everybody. Like yeah. even, even my mom knows what a trailer is. There are is. full YouTube channels yeah. that are we, all trailers. Right. That... We used to call them coming attractions, but uh, back in the old days, now they're called trailers. Anyway, uh, they released Top Gun, Top Gun 2, I believe it's called Maverick. And that one came out the same day as Cats. And man, wow. Wait, Top Gun, we, we all liked it for whatever reason. You saw it's just a fun ride. Everybody's gorgeous in it. You know, Cruz at his best. Val Kilmer at his best. Soundtrack. Keeping soundtrack. Ed, Edwards. Ed, the guy who played Goose was Anthony Edwards. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Uh, Rick Rosovich was in it. Uh, you know, people that, I don't know what happened to Anthony Edwards. You don't see him much anymore. He had a great run on ER for many years. And, um, and now they're all apparently all back. I don't know how they got Val Kilmer back because I've seen pictures recently of Val Kilmer, and I, I know he's sick. So I, you know, he has throat cancer. So that's bad. And I just saw a picture of him today. Uh, New York Post had a picture of him on the streets of New York. 
and he literally had like a thing on his throat. Like yeah. I think he's gone through that tracheotomy, tracheotomy whatever. Yeah. So it's bad. And he's you know he's 60, 60 something now. Mm. So it's he's not Val Kilmer. You know that's the the thing you think is they're always going to be the guy. You know Val Kilmer with the highlights and and the gorgeous you know Iceman that he was. Yeah. Even in any of the word you know real genius, Val Kilmer had, did some great work. The Saint, Batman, he was great. Uh, could do a lot of things. Comedy could do could do serious. Could do oh my god, Heat. He's he, amazing in Heat. Uh, that movie with Michael Mann movie with uh, De Niro and and Pacino. Anyway. He's not. Uh, I don't know. I feel bad saying this, but it, it, he looks. He looks like he's really hurting, and uh, I don't know how they get him back into. Tip. I don't know what role he's going to play in the new Top Gun. He's certainly not going to be playing volleyball. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> out on. Although maybe you know. I don't know if they're going to have him in a one. You know, a little shorts playing volleyball. Ooh. But there is a volleyball scene in the trailer. Mm. So somebody's playing volleyball, whether it's crew, even Tom Cruise is going to, is he going to be out there playing volleyball? He's 56 no, he years still old. does all his own stunts, though. I too. know, he but is it. the body at 56, are you still, I don't know, Cruise still looks pretty good, Yeah, but is it good enough to, to be glistening in the sun, uh, you know, next to whatever young kid they have who's, I would imagine the, the plot line of this is going to be, you know, he has to come back because the young kids can't handle the, the flight patterns or whatever, mm-hmm. going into whatever country we have to invade. And Cruz comes back and he's like, I'll show you the way. And then he plays uh-huh. some Everly Brothers song, you know, uh, remember we played that with, oh, is she coming back? Kelly McGillis? Because she's had some a rough time <laughs> of, of it. I know she's had like problems with like, yeah, not, not not saying anything bad about her, but these people are all 60 now, you know? Cruz, for, I don't know, the guy sleeps in a vegetable crisper or Scientology or whatever blood, it is. The blood of young Scientologists. Yeah, whatever it is that makes him just look exactly the same. I mean, he really doesn't look much different than he did from, like, risky business days. And that was, f- like, 40 years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, say what you want about Tom Cruise. He's a weirdo. He's a freak. Tom Cruise makes good movies. Every movie you see with a Tom Cruise in it, you're like, hey, you know what? They're either like amazingly great, like, you know, Rain Man or Mission Impossible or, you know, he's got millions of good ones, great ones. And then he's got some that are good. Never really any bad. I can't think of many bad. And there's not many actors you could say that about or actresses. Cruise is money in the bank when you go see a Cruise movie. You're like, mm, that's a pretty good movie. So even though like the the really terrible like Jack Reacher kind of movies, and they're I even, even still I fun. I even kind of enjoyed them. Yeah. yeah, like even the yeah. Jack Reachers aren't bad. So you know, Cruz is delivering time and time again, mm-hmm. and has been for for you know forty years. So I think you're gonna have a good time at Top Gun whenever that comes out. Cats, whenever that. You know who else is in Top Gun as a comic relief? Rebel Wilson. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah. There's a one scene where she gets in the back of the plane and the plane can't take off because Rebel Wilson's in the back, and then Tom Cruise turns around and goes, "What are you doing here?" She goes, "I'm on your flight, Pat." Where's this flight go? And you know, and laughs ensue. And you people laugh. I blame you people. I really do. You're the ones who laugh at this shit. You're the ones who write. You know, like I'm wrong, Rebel. So I know one of you is going to write on the Facebook wall, like Rebel Wilson was amazing and Pitch Perfect when she did the, fell down, uh, walking to the the competition. Like uh, I got it. I know that's funny when people fall down, but. I don't know. Maybe I have a because I've been in comedy so long. Maybe my sense of comedy is a bit different, so I'm not laughing as hard when Rebel Wilson falls down. <laughs> anyway, so that's where we're at. Let me now let me just say this right up front. I was watching the Today Show this morning. 
we're in a, we're in a very slow news cycle right now. I mean, you look around, you think, what's what? What are the stories of the day? There's nothing huge. We got nothing huge. So much so that the Today Show was really reaching. They just basically did an entire thing about the Olympics that are not coming, by the way, for another year. Mm -hmm. 2020, I believe this week, a year from now, the Olympics will begin. So the the Today Show just dedicated the entire three hours to the Olympics that are not even going to be here for a year. Then they have the English, this English guy. This is like they're doing real third string uh, anchors now because everybody's on vacation, summertime vacations. Everybody's gone, so they're bringing in this English guy who does like the Royal Report, and he'll come on and he'll say things about, you know, the bad the little kid prince. What's his name? The the, the the he's six. Whatever. One of the kids is now six. It was his birthday, so they were doing a thing about his birthday. And then that one girl who I always talk about, who is the weather girl now, she's on the show, is who stinks. She's terrible. She says, I know you have, you know, in, in Buckingham Palace, you have those guards out front and uh, what are they called? Beef eaters, I believe, something like that. She says, they're out front and, and, and that you're used to that. But we also have a similar thing. She And she goes, at FAL Schwartz, F-A-O, F-A-O Schwartz, they had this toy store. They were Is famous. Is it still around? It's really not. There used to be a big, giant one in New York, a right across from the Plaza Hotel in New York. And what happened with the with the FAO Schwartz now the most famous thing of FAO Schwartz is it was in i believe uh where Tom Hanks and Robert Loggia danced on the piano in Big i believe that was FAO uh, Schwartz yeah. they did you know they did chopsticks right. on the piano great scene and that's where and and FAO Schwartz was one of those places when you're in New York uh if you were like touristy person you would walk through it and never buy anything. Nobody ever way bought anything because it was way too expensive. So they were eventually went out of business. Uh, I believe now I could be wrong. It is an Apple store. I believe it's an Apple store. It was once FAO Schwartz was here. They go shape of things to come. And but it, 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 there still is some sort of FAO Schwartz presence in New York City. I think it's much smaller and I'm not exactly sure where it is. They have. They got these, a kiosk in Long Island. Yeah, they might have. It's in Ronkonkoma. It used to be a. Uh, used to be a Coles. Now it's a uh, FAO Schwartz. Just a little corner part of Coles. That very well could be. And I know they have an online presence. If you want to buy a very expensive sled for your, you know, your child, you could get one on probably on that website. So they have a thing that stands out front, uh, like almost looks like a type of, it looks like a little wooden soldier, but it's a real person. It's a mm -hmm. woman probably making, you know, eight bucks an hour standing out. It's 103 degrees in New York. She's got little, you know, rouge on her cheeks <laughs> to look like a, looks like a, you like know, a like, a, like a toy soldier. Exactly. And um, so they bring her in. They're like, and now you're going to have to do this. The Royal Report in front of, because to make you feel at home, because you have, you, here comes this girl. So she comes walking out in her toy shoulder. It's the most awkward exchange ever. The, even the reporter's like, what is happening? Like, why is this happening? On? But this is what they have to do when you got to kill four hours on with no stories to tell. You have to, you have to do stories. This is what I have to do sometimes, as I'm doing now. I talked about Rebel Wilson for 10 minutes, <laughs> you know, because there's nothing going on. I mean, wait till you hear the stories I'm going to get into in, in a little bit. Well, I'm, I'm going to talk about a Four loco can that you could fuck if you choose to. If you want to fuck a can of you know, shitty liquor, do I got news for you coming up? Stay tuned. 
But these are the things that are going on in the world. I mean, I could talk about, you know, we got a Democratic, uh, another, another one of these Democratic uh, debates coming up where there's going to be 19 people on stage that nobody knows anything about. Two of them, you know, you know, of course, Biden and, 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 and you probably know Elizabeth Warren and you, and you might know, uh, you know, Bernie. Bernie, Bernie. But other than that, you, 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 you don't really know many of Kamala Harris, perhaps. But uh, now there's the only other ones. So we got two of those coming up, I think, this weekend or... Uh, so that's always wild. Um, and, and they're just, everybody seems clueless. I think that's when, in order for you to even get into politics, you have to be some sort of weird nerd who just didn't really have much of a social life. And, uh, and you, you, I think you focused your whole life on being, you know, living the straight and narrow life. So you could one day be a politician and not have to say, like somebody sent me a little clip, which I thought was interesting. It was, you know, they were like asking the politicians, what's your favorite curse word? You know, <laughs> and none, which is, we all say, yeah. everybody has a fuck and a shit and a cocksucker motherfucker, you cock two ball bitch is a, is a t- when I was on my, you think, you know, maybe, I don't know, we have school buses anymore. We, two I, ball uh, bitch. Well, I, I'll get to it. Hang on a second. <laughs> I'm going to explain what this was. We, uh, would get on school buses. I, many of you I know from from f- meeting you at my shows and, and hearing you talk on, to me on on the. Uh, did you take a school bus, Alex? In in yeah, in I Vegas? did. Yeah, you took a school bus. So you yeah. go high school. You, I did to high school. Now, uh, what about elementary school? Middle school, high school, not elementary. So you're leaving your house. Yeah. Ale- little Alex walks out yep. t- uh, from his home, goes to a school bus stop, bus stop. Uh, yep. like on the side on the corner of your of your street, right? Yeah. And this is Vegas, so there could be some heat. Dude, right. Get, well, I mean, this is usually you, you like seven in the morning. It's usually are, oh, like, so oh go, yeah, coming home. It was hot. Yeah. yeah. So, so then you walk down, and then the bus will come to that corner, mm-hmm. pick up you and probably four kids from that who live in that little strip. Right. We had fewer stops. Like they would do it more by like kind of a area, like a couple neighborhoods. So we would have like thirty kids on like each stop, and they would do fewer. Oh, stops. does that? Oh, yeah. really? So yeah. that's that's a lot. Did now would uh, parents drive their kids to the bus stop and then S- get them on the bus? Some some would drive okay. them. Yeah. We had a very, uh, very small amount. Woodlawn and Ocean. We would. That's what was. That was our stop. We and we lived right on the corner, so easy access. And a few kids from the block: uh, Carlo Brucolari, uh, Sharon Johnson, the Johnsons. I'll t- tell a story about them in a second. Um, they had sod uh, on that front lawn and and an underground swimming pool. The Johnsons, which in my neighborhood, sod. According to my father, was there was nothing, nothing more expensive in life than sod. So. Like we, if you had sod on your lawn, whatever rich bullshit you were dealing with in your life, I mean, that was the, the first world. Oh my god, it, it, it was like who, 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 what type of people have sod? Sod. What are they doing in their lives that they've been so successful that they have a fully sodded front lawn? But the Johnsons did. The Johnson, Sharon Johnson and her, and her brother, Bruce Johnson, they had sodded lawn. And then they went as far as to one day get a, in the backyard, in the ground swimming pool. In the ground, people. We, were, we our neighborhood, Ronkonkoma, me, my people, not even, not friend Joel's had no pool. But if you had a pool, we were above the ground, people. Above the ground, aluminum piece of shit. You got it at Harrow's. You put a little ladder on the side of it, fill it with a garden hose, swim around a dirty, maybe do a whirlpool. You get a couple of friends to run around in a circle, get a nice strong whirlpool going in that. That's a good time. 
We and, and then you just you sat in that for you know days, and then you you know, you let the water out in October. If you were really white trash, like uh, the Schlegels down the street from us, Schlegels. I mean, every neighborhood has one. I live in a pretty good neighborhood now. <laughs> you walk three three houses down. It, everybody's got every neighborhood has a Schlegel. You know, you're thinking right now mm-hmm. as you as you're listening to this podcast, you're thinking of your neighborhood Schlegel. No matter how nice your neighborhood is, and I know some of you live in very nice ones. I've seen your pictures. I've seen your videos. There's a Schlegel. Four houses down, got a workout bench on the front lawn. You know, she's still the Christmas lights are still up. Not only the Christmas lights, everything's still up. The fucking Santa Claus is still on the roof. Uh, it, you know, everything. It's all still up. The, there's a car that hasn't been ridden or driven or flat tires. Been sitting there for eight months. You know who I'm talking about. So that's that's what we had. They had an in-the-ground swimming pool, the Schlegels. Everybody had one. Not us, not the Frangels, but then the Johnsons went and, and they got in, uh, above the ground. I went to Johnson went and got in the ground. It was so bizarre for somebody in our neighborhood to have an in the ground swimming pool that we, the neighborhood people, would actually like walk uh, from through several backyards. You had to walk through the Burns' backyard and the Brooklyn's backyard to look over the Johnsons' fence to see the in the ground swimming pool. People would come from miles around to take a look at this thing. That's how. I think they're more prevalent now than they used to be. I feel like everybody's mm-hmm. got an in-around swimming pool now. I don't think it's the luxury that it once was in the 70s. But anyway, that's... Uh, that. I, I forget where I was on this. I had a point. Oh, the school bus. Going back to the oh, school bus. Oh, yeah, school bus. buses. Um, so, so that's... So two we, ball. Two, two yes. ball bitch. Thank that's you. where we're oh, going. Thank you, Alice. Keep me on track. <laughs> so I, the Johnsons was, were at my bus stop is the point I'm trying to make. We would stand out there in a freezing, freezing, freezing cold because this is back before you know global warming, whether you choose to believe it or not. Let's face it. It's just not as cold as it once was. But I used to go out there when it was you know below zero and our hair would freeze because we would shower and basically run out and throw you know, wet hair onto the and wait for the school bus and your hair would freeze from standing and waiting for the bus. Then you get on a bus. And on that bus was a guy named uh, uh, Richie Tentella. I think that was his name, Richie Tentella. And Richie Tentella was, you know, he was one of the neighborhood scumbags. You know, he had all sorts of shit going. He's the guy you went to for firecrackers. You know, like this is back when fire, now you could buy firecrackers or fireworks in Target. I see they have them in Target. But back when they were uh, like highly, highly illegal, Richie, Richie Tentella always had no matter, it doesn't even, 4th of July, didn't have to be June, didn't have to be July. You want firecrackers in, in, uh, in November? Richie Tentella had your firecrackers. In like, you needed a gro- we, gross of bottle rockets. That's what we went by. You, uh, a, mat, a mat of firecrackers. This guy could give them to you, no problem. He had them like in his pocket, like wet firecrackers at the ready at all times. That's crazy. <laughs> and then he would he came up with songs like chants for the bus for us to sing. And we there were a lot of some innocent kids on the bus, you know, who didn't want to hear uh, cocksucker motherfucker two ball bitch. Every time I see you make my two balls itch. These are the things that I learned. Damn. <laughs> I'm about seven years old. And Richie Tatella is teaching us these things. Cocksucker motherfucker two ball bitch. And I still say it to this day all the time. Cocksucker motherfucker. <laughs> Anytime I slam my hand or or whatever, uh, you know, drop something, that the first thing that comes to my head is cocksucker motherfucker two ball bitch. I'll say it to myself in my head. And that's something I learned at seven. I don't learn. I didn't remember a lot of things from school. I really don't. I remember probably the, the biggest th- my takeaway from in my entire life in school was I could easily name you the three boats that Christopher Columbus sailed upon. Alex, can you give me them? Nina, Penta, Sam. 
Santa Maria. See, isn't that boom, funny? Boom. That is the one, the thing, one thing they that teach we us. took away yeah. from, from school. Everybody knows the three boats. Don't they teach a very different story of Christopher I, Columbus now? I, think they, I don't think they mention his name anymore <laughs> now. It's, they're like, All we remember are the boats and kids nowadays are like, you mean the rain? I remember the boats and I remember scurvy was the yeah. thing that they would get traveling on the boats. It's like vitamin deficiency. Yeah, so they yeah. would have to have oranges or whatever. Iron deficiency. Yeah, and yeah. scurvy was, was something that they would <laughs> So these are the things that I, and then cocksucker motherfucking two bull bitch. And then now I'm going to sing you a jingle that we learned on the bus. Now, I don't know if this was written by, I think it was Casey Chamberlain who was given writing credit for this one. I don't know if it's a song that had permeated um, many, many years of school. I don't know if they still sing it, but it's a song about my hometown of Ronkonkoma that we sang on the school bus every single day. And here, it, because it's a slow news week and we don't have a lot of stuff, I'm now going to sing you that song that I still remember since I was six years old. And here it goes. And I know you, maybe a lot of you are not from Long Island or Ronkonkoma, so this means absolutely nothing to you, but here goes. Where the kids from Ronkonkoma were not so very neat. We never change our underwear. We never wash our feet. We always carry some whiskey. We always carry some booze. Where the kids from Ronkonkoma, who the fuck are yous? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that was what we would sing at six, seven years old. Uh, I, because I, I was a decent person, you know, raised by nice people, Gene and Jerry Frangiola, that I would stop when they said fuck. I wouldn't say it. I, I was like basically bleeping before there was bleeping. I would just choose to not, I'm not going to go with you. are not partaking. Now I, say it every, now I say it every fourth word. But yeah. back when I was seven, I didn't think it was appropriate for me to be yelling out fuck on the school bus next to Sharon Johnson. I mean, they, they had sod and an underground swimming pool, so they didn't need to hear this kind of stuff from the white trash losers like me and Casey Chamberlain and Richie Tintel. So that, why was I on school buses? There was a, I was Two on ball bitch. No, but I was on something before that, what I was getting to, uh, that got me to school buses. Profanity. And I don't know. Somehow we got to two ball bitch. That's where I, t- that's, <laughs> that's my mind's been stuck on two ball bitch for this whole time. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, the point is we had to take a school bus and I don't think they do that anymore. Uh, I, I see a lot of kids, especially here in Los Angeles. Did we get here from pools? We got here from pools. No, I don't think so. Maybe. Well, anyway, I'll get, I'll get to where I got to go. Uh, they have, the, let me give you one more story about the Johnsons. And this is to show you where. Maybe I don't know why I, that I'm in the position I'm in in this world. I just I, you know I keep hearing things about you can't feed people this and you can't can't do that. And I just saw something on a Today Show today about uh, those fit teas. Everybody's you know a, a lot of Instagram models. I I drink fit tea. That's why uh-huh, I have yeah. slimming tea and you know bloat tea. And that's why I look amazing because of fit tea. And uh, apparently these fit teas are. There's no, you know, government regulations on them at all. Uh, so they could just do, you know, say whatever they want. They could make any type of claim. Like, we that's how you lose 20 pounds of drinking 50. Well, of course. I mean, if you just sit and drink liquid for, you know, your entire diet, mm. you're going to lose some sort of weight because you're ingesting nothing solid, uh, mm. just tea. So apparently it's fucking up like people's digestive tract. You, it, it, you know, you're supposed to use your digestive tract. You're supposed to, in, in, you know, ingest you solid foods so your digestive tract knows to shit it out or whatever yeah. but if you don't have them in there your digestive tract kind of just shuts down and then once it's down it's down for life so they had some people on there who don't drinking use it this, you lose it because you know they want to be instagram models they want to have a tight you know core so they drink this fit tea and now they can't shit and you know nobody wants anybody nobody wants to hang around somebody maybe you look good in your bikini but you're, you got shit from you know from ninth grade in there and that's not that's not helping anybody out. 
still stuck inside because your digestive tract's not working. That's not fun. So there's so that these are the things. So what I my digestive tract is fine because here's one at one point I don't know how it happened. The Johnsons were scammers. That's how they had sod and and in the ground. They weren't they weren't doing shit above the board on the level as my mother used to say they were doing they were running scams turned out the you know that that house that house went down hard like the husband was out philandering and the mother was doing lord knows what we what we thought as you know grass always greener literally yeah. in this case grass always greener it wasn't Mm-mm. turns out they that house was fucked up dying everybody was had their crazy shit going on it all it all unfolded one day uh, I think out on the front lawn, people screaming and yelling, and we everybody was like, "Oh my God, what about the swimming pool?" Like, ah, oh, fuck that swimming pool! I hate you, you bitch! Fuck you, cocksucker! And now they're gone. Everyone split, and that was the end of the Johnsons forever. I think now they're the two kids are meth heads, and maybe they're dead. I don't even know. Maybe they have mesothelioma. I feel that's really a lot. Of, I see a lot of commercials. Here, one it. of them's laying sod now. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He doesn't have sod. He's laying. He's sod. laying sod. He could very well be. So, uh, what? A, but when, like a year, somehow they had made a deal. The husband or the wife, they had made a deal with the, the some of the local grocery stores around the neighborhood that they um, would buy their crushed cans. And dented boxes, you know, in in the shipping of groceries, I guess you know you get some you get some cru- some, you know, duds. Some, some duds, you get some stuff that's, and you can't put that on the shelf if you have a dented can or a crushed cereal box or a crushed anything, you can't put it on the on the shelf because they just don't want it. It looks terrible, so you have to do something with it. So the Johnsons went and made some sort of deal with the supermarkets and said, "We'll take your dented cans and your crushed boxes, and we will." Do with what? With, so the, I guess the supermarket's like, okay, you want them? Take them. Probably gave them to for nothing. Yeah. So every Saturday, the Johnsons would open their garage door and basically have a supermarket of dented cans and crushed boxes in there and sell them. And this we, was after the meltdown or before? No, no, before the meltdown. This was before the this oh, this were meltdown going was coming hard. Yeah. Though. Oh, yeah. Exactly. This is when things <laughs> were going good. Uh, they were becoming moguls. They were becoming dented can moguls. And we, the Franjolas, would go down, and that was our supermarket. We would purchase dented cans and crushed boxes. So would everybody from the neighborhood. We'd walk in there like it was a, like it was a, you know, a, whatever supermarket you have in your neighborhood, a Kroger, perhaps. You know, it would be you'd walk in and shop for your dented cans and crushed boxes, and then you'd make the deal with the John, Sharon Johnson. You'd, you'd, you'd exchange your money, go back home, and you think. Turns out. I, you be eating from a dented can. This is back when canned food was a big thing. You know, Del Monte or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Libby's, 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 Libby's on your table, table, table. You would like it, like it, like it. If you're able, able, able. That was their theme song. I still remember it. But uh, Libby's was another de- can of like corn and you know, yeah. fruit cocktail, shit like that. And apparently eating from a dented can is like the worst thing you could do. Because once the, de- the can dents, it creates a crease within that can and that crease is able to rust more so than it would if oh. it had been whole and the rust is now in the, in um, the food. In the food. <laughs> My, we didn't think about that. But what? Dented cans. Go ahead. Same, same thing. Everybody enjoy. So me and my brothers grew up for a couple of years on a, on a diet of dented, you know, uh, Del Monte Rusty string tomatoes, beans and, yeah. and, and crushed boxes of sugar puffs. And we're fine. Not not me or any of three of my brothers are ever sick. We're fucking Iron Men. 
we continue on every day moving throughout this fucking shitty, shitty world without a sickness, without a cough, without a sniffle. My brother's children are fucking oxes. All of us. We're moving along fine. Maybe it was dented cans. Maybe we developed some sort of... Uh, you know what? I'll sit, I'll sit and drink a fucking gallon of Slim Tea right in front of your face and still be able to go take a decent poop. <laughs> <laughs> so that was what... That's how it happened in the Frangiola house. You know, and I think we did fine eating from dented cans. Quote, botulism. That's what it was supposed to cause, botulism. Anytime oh. you heard of dented can, people like botulism. You know what botulism is now? It's what you they inject in your face. What they inject yeah. in your face. It's basically that is a form of botulism. Maybe is, that's is, why uh, you look both, so young too. All the dented may, cans. That could be the case. Yes, I used to look much younger. So I, I just did my friend Jesse May Peluso's podcast last week, and she posted it. You should go to listen to it. It's called Sharp Tongue Podcast. And you know, Jesse May and I have been friends for many, many years, so we have a nice chat about life and our you know life goals and whatever Jesse May is up to. And uh, she posted a little video on her Instagram of her and I talking. The most god-awful angle that has ever been taken of me, some little camera she has shooting it, and I looked like about fucking 85 years old. I looked like I had been eating from dented cans way too much <laughs> uh, and drinking, you know, tainted Slim Tea because it was bad. I almost, I almost was going to call her and go, would you please take that down, that fucking horrible angle of me? <laughs> and then I go watch myself on Punchline, that show that I'm doing a bunch more episodes next week of, and I look like a fucking model. I look like Robert goddamn Redford on fucking Punchline. I mean, like a fucking, but I'm also standing next to Chris Kattan, who's well, five foot three, and he looks like he's, he was, he's like he's melting as the show was progressing. He was like, he was like getting, sh like everything about him was, was shrinking. And he's your so ugly for yeah. in your Tinder yes. profile. <laughs> right. So me, I'm standing like a fucking Adonis next to him. I look like Cruz in Top Gun 2, and he looks like Val Kilmer in Top Gun 2. That's the way, <laughs> that was the dichotomy of what Anyway. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everyone, 2019 FabFitFun Fall Box is now on pre-sale. You all know FabFitFun. It's the women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full size, not any of those small sample size things. They got full size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home and tech products sent straight to your doorstep. They do the seasonally. So the fall one is currently coming, which is great. Filled with all fun fall products for, you know, and it, and it is aimed toward women, but I have to tell you, I, I got the fall box and it has some stuff on it that I love. So your husband or boyfriend or whoever can also get in on this box. And it's exciting when you get the fall one just came, you get summer one, you got a spring one, you got a winter one. And you know, it's normally, what are they, what is this? This thing goes for like a $49.99. But if you use the code Franjola, F-R-A-N-J-O-L-A at www.fadfitfun.com, they'll give you 10 bucks off. And there's already $200 worth of stuff in this thing for 50 bucks. $200 worth of full size travel, leisure, you know, face cream, all the stuff you love to get and you don't have to leave the house. It comes right to your door and it's something to look forward to. When's my winter one coming? When's my summer one coming? There it is. Ten bucks off it. 
Franjola, F-R-A-N-J-O-L-A, at fabfitfun.com. You can put that in, and you're getting 10 bucks off your first one. So that's, what, $39.99, 40 bucks for $200 worth of fun stuff this fall? Come on, people. We all need the things that are in this box. You probably have an empty uh, medicine cabinet right now, empty dresser drawers because summer's over. You had to get rid of some of that stuff. Well, let FabFitFun outfit you and all sorts of fun fall stuff. Everybody, for $10 off, Franjola, F-R-A-N-J-O-L-A, at FabFitFun.com. So, so now we're going to get into some stories. Uh, I'm, you know, sorry, like I said, slow news week. I talk, I talk about the Johnsons and, and dented cans and whatever. But you guys remember Four Loco, Alex? You remember Four? I you, remember. You, were you in the like the Four Loco craze when it was it basically like a yeah. like malt liquor that like homeless people drank because it was dirt cheap. It was a uh, it was malt liquor and energy drink is yeah. what it was. Yeah. When I was eighteen, that's what like everyone. When I was a senior in high school, like yeah, early college, that's what everyone was. So this is not white claw. This is not fan something Mm-mm. nice for people to drink and, no. and by their pool. This is just to get this is something for eighteen year old, seventeen year olds to drink in their car. It reminds me when I first moved to Los Angeles. When I first got to L.A., uh, we used to me and my buddy Carl, who I came out here with, we worked at a Sizzler. I've told this story many times, but we didn't know any. We hung out with like Mexican guys from the kitchen. You know like hardcore dudes man they had seen some shit and we were just two white guys from the long island so they i think they, they hung out with us almost like a novelty they were like yeah. this is fun hanging out with these two little white guys don't know shit and they used to drink some basically four loco but it was before four loco it was whatever it was called it was some and i said why why do you drink that horrible shit and he goes and one of them said his name was ramon he goes because it tastes good and it hits me hard. And uh, I, that is exactly why you drink anything, I think, you know. I think this guy summed it up. In more, that's why you drink White Claw. Because yeah. it tastes good and it hits you hard. If you like, have a mass sugar addiction, that right, tastes good. That like, tastes good and it hits me hard. feel like cough it's, syrup. Ramon fucking nailed it. He should be the spokesperson for White Claw. Why are you girls all drinking White Claw at your pool party? Because uh, it tastes good and it hits me hard. Ramon pops his head up out of the pool. You guys are on your nice bikinis and this 60-year-old Mexican guy pops up that's why because it tastes good and it hits me hard so that's what four loco uh, that's why alex was drinking four loco because it tastes good and it hit him hard hit me hard so now four loco is teamed with a thing called fleshlight now you all seem like decent people out there so you might not know what the fleshlight is you probably i don't know if you're in like the porn world but you get to like if you in porn a lot of porn stars will 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 have their vagina or even ass or molded, mold, molded and then they'll make a fleshlight from this thing you know i don't think they really do that because they all kind of seem the same you know what w- during my Chelsea, I believe the technology on the inside's the same it's, it's, just, it really a, is, it's yeah, just a cosmetic yeah. thing so a what, color thing probably perhaps color or yeah i don't think the feel is any different than uh, now, w- w- the reason I know Fleshlight so well is because during the Chelsea Lately days, when we were at r- when we were really at our peak, we would get tons of shit sent to the studio and hoped we would discuss it on the show. It was like free advertising to them. If, so they would send us weird shit because, oh, maybe the Chelsea Lately will talk about Fleshlights and things. So we had... More flashlights delivered to our office day by day. Every, there'd be thousands of flashlights just lying around all over. And some people would take them home and some people wouldn't. We would always check the security cameras. Marmalstein? You know, he, you know, he <laughs> might have, actually. We, uh, we would, when, we, when some of them were gone, you know, we would check the security cameras to see who was walking out with them. And sometimes we caught some interesting cameramen and stuff walking out with flashlights. Flashlight. Yeah, that's fine. Let everyone have a good time. 
Now the flashlight, what it is, is it's basically shaped almost like kind of like a flashlight. It and it, but on the end of it, instead of like a, a light, it's a it's, it's got a, a little lid. It's a it's a fucking yeah. Take the lid it's a, off. It's a yeah. vagina, and you. I guess I don't know what point in your life you have to be at to sit there and slide this thing on your on your dick and and pump away with a fucking apparatus. When I don't know, I feel like it's just much easier to just I don't know go get a wife a girlfriend or or any or just your hand anything's easier than getting just because it's not a it's not a small thing it's kind of fucking giant and then you're supposed to it says right on the box like dishwasher safe so some freaks pull this the part out you know after they I don't know sorry to gross someone out here but ejaculate into it and then they go put it in a dishwasher and clean it up with their regular dishes i guess Pro- oh. put it in with your plates if and you're your- using a flashlight you're washing it with your dishes <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's a good point <laughs> so yeah so he's putting it right in there with his spoons and his forks and everything and his flashlight and uh and then you start all over again put it back in and, and you can go get ready to go again or, or leave it in and just you know knock it out several one on top of the other so now, Four Loco has has designed a Four Loco flashlight. You could, it's a can, looks like a Four Loco can, but you could fuck it. it for those of you who have been, you know, meandering the streets of, of this world for the last, you know, how what years and years and years, going, God, I'd love to fuck a can of, of, of a shitty alcoholic beverage. Why can't I? Well, your prayers have been answered. There's something for everybody in this world, really. I don't know. I mean, maybe Ramon, the kid who says it tastes good, it, because now he could change his whole his whole catchphrase. It, Ramon, why do you drink Four Loco? Because it tastes good, it hits me hard, and I can fuck it at the end. <laughs> Which is, I mean, what better? Yeah. I don't. But so there you have it. I, I don't. I don't get the the cross promotion here. I like a. I just like to picture like getting pulled over because you're driving with an open container and it's not a Four Loco. It's your flashlight, and you're just like, well, here we go. I'm looking at Four Locos website. I it mean, comes sorry, in a, not Four Locos website. I'm looking at the Fleshlight's website. It comes in a brown bag too, which is oh, like, like, like that was actually, part of the marketing. Yeah, like you'd actually drink a Four Loco because they, <laughs> yeah. they're just aiming at homeless people, They're, right? Yeah, yeah. You would drink a Four Loco out of a brown bag to hide it from a oh, pound one. Oh, uh, there's, that's their catchphrase: pound one. Oh, pound one. I, pound one, like Four Loco, pound it, or pound it, like fuck it, pound it. Well. So there you have it. If you want to do that, there's another thing you could do this summer. It's hot. I know it's hot all over the country right now. I'm 105, like deadly hot. Like people are dying, like that kind of hot where people are dying in the street. Uh, I, I saw some report where they, they you know, they take the, the temperature on the sidewalk, you know, which is different than the air temperature. Mm-hmm. Like the sun's been baking the street. So the street gets up to like, and New York City, the street was like 140 degrees. <sighs> I mean, that's fucking brutal. Burn your feet. Burn your feet. Burn the, if you're a homeless person lying on the ground at 140 degrees, that'll knock the fucking four loco pussy right out of your hand. That heat like that. You can't fuck a can with, you know, in, under those kind of conditions. Not, not ideal for can fucking uh, this kind of weather. But if you have a nice air-conditioned house, go and fuck your know, can all you want. Um, so that that's... And then the other thing is stay home, everybody. Stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Stay in your backyard. Stay on your boat. Stay, stay, watch, you know, the comedians in cars or whatever's, you know, your thing. Uh, stay inside comedy clubs. Go to comedy clubs. I'll be, you know, I don't have anything coming up in the next couple of days, but I got Santa Barbara in, uh, in August. A couple of days I'm here in local stuff, local stuff, Calabasas, the Thursday night at the six in Calabasas. Bar show, shit like that. Just to, you know, keep my shit sharp. 
uh, come to those because oh man, people came out. Salt Lake City, thank you, uh, man. You How people was it? came. Oh, it was unbelievable, man. Good. These people packed it out. A lot of lot of cover to cover people. A lot of juicy scoop people. A lot of people who were great coming up afterwards, uh, and they did it. They, I mean, this is what I wanted. I did this podcast for was so people would come out from the podcast and yelling out. Some girl yelled out, "Do Caitlin," and I kind of did a little of Caitlin, but you know, huh. there's, there's a lot of people there who have no idea what's going on because they don't listen to podcasts. They just there to see comedy so but i've explained it a little bit and we did the caitlin we had some fun with that so thank you all it was fantastic to see salt lake city one i don't whatever people say about you mormons and and that you're weirdos and, and that let me tell you something fuck all those people you keep your city clean as shit everybody behind every counter at every coffee shop is like a wonderfully 1950s white kid with like just perfectly quaffed hair just going big smile on their face happy to see customer you customer service customer service Everywhere. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. from Target to Walmart to, you know, to little bake, you know, I mean, it, this shit looks like 1956 Pleasantville or something. I mean, it's crazy. And that you can't see a piece of trash on the ground. There is not a graffiti. There, were, I saw one guy who was relatively homeless. Like he probably has a home, but he stays away from it for like nine hours a day. That's as homeless as you get. It's just a guy who has a you know a long shift at work. It's like a shameless yeah. kind of deal. Right, right. <laughs> this is, he's not actually home. And that's it. Otherwise, it's like perfection of where you go. Gas is like a dollar ten a gallon. And I was like, God, why don't I just live here? Like, I guess you don't. And the people are like, oh, you can't drink. I'm fuck that. I went to a bar. There was drinks. There are lighter alcohol content, mm-hmm. you know. Because I mean, I drank some sort of somebody at the club had like an adios motherfucker, which is you know basically a Long Island iced tea, which is in the real world like I'll knock you. Out. It's like drinking a four loco, you know. It's fucking shit. It's there was every- like a, a fit tea. Yeah, they had a fit tea. So, so, Long Island fit so tea. you know, it, you drink, drink, you know, you have to have five drinks instead of one, but everything's fucking a dollar ten. Vodka soda is a dollar fifty. Unbelievable. Anyway, so thank you all. You guys were wonderful. I really appreciate you all coming out to Wise Guys. And thank you, Wise Guys, for having me. And nice to see and meet everybody. Please continue to come to my shows. I have a bunch more coming up in September, October, November, December, and on and on and on and on and on. You know, you know the story. So what I'm, what, the point I'm trying to make is stay home is now people, we were talking about Dominican Republic, people dying everywhere in the Dominican Republic. Uh, now it seems like they're dying, not only Dominican, you know, tourists, they drank something out of the, you know, nobody seems to, we haven't really still gotten to the bottom of that. Uh, maybe I've just not paid attention, but have we gotten to the bottom of why everyone was dropping dead in Dominican Republic? I don't believe so. Well, now it's happening in Costa Rica. Apparently t- 10 or 15 people have, I don't know if they in one day or over the course of this summer or a couple of years, the tainted liquor has gotten some people in Dominican Republic. I don't know if this is tainted liquor, like actual like t- liquor that's gone bad, or it's the fact that these people have drank, drunken or drank, whatever the proper language is. Uh, it's like alcohol poisoning. Uh, like 30,000 of those drinks. Yeah. Like that, you're, you're going to die if you're, if you're a 105-pound girl drinking, you know, 83 drinks in one night. Or that, two four locos. Or, yeah, or two four <laughs> locos. Yeah, and I would hate it if you died with two four locos, then some guy, you're, you're, you're dead in a hotel room bed, and some guy takes the can and then fucks it while, you're, yeah. you know, while he's in the bathroom. That'd be a terrible way to go. Um, so so that that is happening, and because I, I read a bunch about Costa Rica, and then I read about a girl who she's on out in Cabo or whatever, you know, more, more vacation stuff. Everyone's vacationing now. This is a good time to vacation. Everyone's having a good time. She goes and jumps in the pool in Cabo or whatever city it was. And there's like a live wire in the pool from, you know, a wire had fallen. Once again, say what you want about America. Shit on America all you want. 
you know, and we do have our we do have our faults here and there. there but we do, you know, we do have we do have some sort of decent infrastructure. I mean, it, it shits in some parts of the world, and some parts of the country, but for the most part, pretty good. Like if a wire falls down, somebody comes and pretty pretty rapidly fixes it. We keep it up to code. A guy, here. a guy from Con Ed or whatever city you live in comes and and fixes it real quickly. Uh, and we have you know the FDA, Food and Drug Administration, who says don't put that out on the market. That's uh, going to kill people, you know, but they don't have this in some places. If a wire falls, it bounces around forever in Cabo, and then it falls in the pool, and electrocutes into, and this girl goes, gets up in the morning, goes, oh, honey, I'm going to the pool. Gone, dead. This just happened last week. Another guy, North Carolina. That's the worst way to go. I can't think of anything. Here's the why this is the worst way to go. This is why I'm stay home, stay home, stay home, stay home. Stay in your neighborhood. Like I said, go out to comedy clubs, go to Chili's, go to TJ Fridays, go to the movies, go see that new Quentin Tarantino, Brad Pitt. Ooh, that, that looks, looks good. great. Yeah. Yeah, go see that. Some people have seen The Lion King. I, I made a lot of money. That looks creepy to me. That looks creepier than the cat than cats. I don't like the... the they, yeah, I don't, I don't, I would never see that. That's not something I'd be into. They superimposed Beyonce into the picture. Do you hear that story? Uh-uh. They had a cast photo of everybody, and there's some big people in this cast. You know, there's John Oliver, and there's a, a lot of big, huge people. And so they had a big cast photo, and Beyonce is of course right in the center because she is the queen of of all things, I guess. And uh, and it turns out that she wasn't even there. They did the photo shoot, and then they just superimposed her into the this picture that's going all over the cast photo. Could you imagine being there and they're like, all right, now leave a little room for Beyonce. <laughs> You're kidding, but that's exactly that's what they what had, had to, to happen. They, yeah. John Oliver was on with Stephen Colbert last night saying that, you know, you, your foot is standing on be- where Beyonce is going to be ev- initial, eventually added to this uh, picture. So that's where Beyonce is just fucking, I guess she's beyond, like, she don't have to show up to shit anymore. She's too Beyonce. Too busy, too rich. Yeah, good for that, man. I get to get to that level, you know? Let me tell you what Beyonce didn't do. Probably. She didn't have, I don't think there was ever a time in Beyonce's life where she went to a garage and took her soup out of a dented can. No. I never had a chance. Like, if I if I ate from fully formed cans my entire life, I would probably be right now in, you know, superimposing myself into a cast photo because I'm such a fucking giant star because my head works properly. But I, if it just takes a little bit off, you know, a little bit of slowness, you know, lead paint or whatever. Lead mm-hmm. paint doesn't make you a complete fucking, you know, just a couple moron. Brain cells, it yeah. makes you a little less. And that's what I am. I'm a little less. I'm I'm a dented, one dented can dumber than you are, Alex. You didn't need from dented cans. Mm-mm. So how, you could figure shit out quicker and make proper decisions in life to, that get you to a certain level of success. I My brain doesn't fire because I had some uh, string beans. In 1975, that were rusted, and they were, but they were nickel. And Sharon Johnson had a fucking underground swimming pool, so we believed. Oh, well, so she must I mean, be she's got to be right. legitimate. Yeah. I mean, she, why not let her sell groceries out of a garage? That's why I'm not in superimposing myself into pictures. So this, and then another guy, North Carolina. He's got six kids. Terrible story. Four of them adopted. They're like good people, like good Christian folk. He's out there playing with his kids in the, in the in the ocean in North Carolina. Gets hit by a wave. The wave like hit you know crushes him to the ground so forcefully he smacks his head, breaks his neck, and dies like on the beach. Like this is stay home. What do you do? Everybody go to the comedy club. Did anybody die in Salt Lake City? Mm-mm. People, if anybody died, let me know. I didn't hear about it. If anybody went to my show and died in the audience. Maybe of laughter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, so that, that that's that's come out, man. 
to the shows. Come out, not just see me. See fucking Fortune Feimsters. Got a new hour coming on Netflix. You know, she's out there. Heather McDonald's coming to your city. Fucking Alex Khan is coming to your city. Go. Don't go in the ocean. Don't drink that fucking tainted liquor. You want to be dead? You want somebody to, to fuck your face like a loco can when you're dead? That's what happens in these third world countries. They don't give, think they give a fuck about your corpse. They'll fucking throw it in the trash with, uh, with, uh, with the, you know, the scraps from the buffet that day. You want to be sitting next to some old uh, pancakes? No, you don't. Stay in America. Stay home. Go to the Target. They got a lot of good deals going on right now. They're giving shit away. Uh, summer shit. Bring it in the fall line. For, you know, you, next thing you know, the fucking you're gonna see soon. They're gonna be an aisle of Christmas shit coming up real soon. Ooh. You know, we're usually around September. Mm-hmm. You start seeing that aisle of Christmas shit. Mm-hmm. If you guys are wondering what to give me, I've been eyeing this new Four Loco can. Oh, pretty sweet. <laughs> you know, it, it'll only be a matter of time before that shows up in like Target, where which is fine by me. I, I think the world should be a little more, you know, sexual. That's where we're at. So that these these are the stories. Stay safe. Don't fuck a can. Last night, I started watching this I, this Bachelorette. You, you, you don't watch any of this stuff right now. No, Neither do really. I, really. <clears throat> but last night, I guess it's like, I don't know if it's a finale. I started watching, of course, I watched Jeopardy. Then Jeopardy goes in a Wheel of Fortune. And I wasn't really paying attention. So it just, the TV's just on ABC. So next thing, it comes on The Bachelorette. And it's like a final episode or something where, you know, they're talking about this one guy. You guys all know, if you watch these shows, you know what, what's happening. I don't know the background, but this guy won't seem to leave. He's there in Greece with this girl. She's The Bachelorette. And he's, I guess at one point he told her that because she fucked some other guy in a fantasy suite, which apparently was a windmill, someone told me. They fucked in a windmill? I don't even know where they found a windmill. I, I, in you have to. Holland, perhaps? Or maybe there's a couple I know in Montauk, but I, I don't think you get, they're fuckable ones. So they fucked in a windmill. And he said to her, Jesus, you know, doesn't love you anymore because you fucked. There's a lot of like Jesus speak in this episode. Every guy is wearing these slim fitting suits. And there's four guys in Greece with this girl. This one guy comes strolling back in. He's who apparently said some horrible things to this bachelorette at another time. I find this whole thing to be so, so creepy. These bachelor and bachelorette shows. It's basically it's it's like watching a, a the beginning of a gangbang. It's just a bunch of lecherous guys with the same haircut. Uh, you know, they're all good looking guys. All have like nice bone structure, and you know, they all seem to be chiseled, and their suits fit well, and they they all they're all showing a little bit of ankle, which is the thing to do these days. A little bit of bare ankle and a brown shoe and a, and a, like a bluish whatever you know hue of blue you choose to pick. That's your suit. And you walk around to exotic locations. And now this guy comes back and he, the three other guys are waiting to get a rose. There's two roses, three guys. We all know the fucking story of The Bachelor, how it works. So she's, now it's, there's one point where it begins to rain in, or windy in whatever island they're on. I get will in tropical places. All of a sudden rain comes out of nowhere. But I guess The Bachelor's got no budget where they got... They're on some pretty strict time constraints. Um, hold on. <clears throat> They're on some pretty strict time constraints. So they got to get this shit done. And there's literally there's like rain, raindrops on this girl's face as she's like really Im- pleading to this guy to leave her alone. It's winds blowing. It's like a t- fucking tsunami coming. But they're not going to break. Fuck it. Let's get this scene in. And uh, so th- th- they this guy won't leave. The other three guys like standing there listening to him talking about either wanting to fuck her or did fuck her. And the three guys who were looking to marry her, that's the point, we all know the point. And they're just right there going, yo, bro, a lot of bro, 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 just go home, bro, bro, just go home, bro, 
bro, just go home, bro. Bro, would you, bro? Are you gonna, and this goes on for 15 minutes. Bro, go home. He's like, I'm not going home. I need to. It just people. It, it's yeah. like it's like watching like like mentally challenged people talk to each other. None of them have like a good grasp of English language. They're all seem really fucking stupid. But I guess you're spending eight weeks without doing any, you're not working, you know, you don't have a, you can't have a real job. You can't go back, you know, back to your job at the law office. If you take eight weeks, you'll have to go to the bachelor. I happen to know because I know the producer of the bachelor. I happen to know they pay them absolutely nothing. Zero. Not even like after scale or sag scale. You have to they, turn that into a, yeah. So yeah. that's why you got to be what this guy does. He, he makes himself the villain and he could probably be on dancing with the stars now. Cause when they, you know, they, they announce the next cast, they'll be like, yeah. Hey everybody, we have, uh, you know, D- Daryl Hammond from Saturday Night Live and the, that guy who fucked that girl in the windmill is going to do the cha-cha for everybody. Are you ready? How do you feel about that, Carrie Ann Anaba? Is she still on that show? <laughs> she was one of the judges. Um, so anyway, uh, then they co- then they have the, like people in the audience reacting to... They're, they, they're showing them down in the corner like a little split screen because there's a live studio audience watching this bachelorette and they're all behind this girl. Like you tell him and she's like, I, he's like, do you want me to leave? She's like, I want you to leave. And they start cheering as if they're watching a fucking boxing match or something. And then I come back and there's people holding up signs. They got signs in the audience of like a studio here in Los Angeles holding up signs. Jesus does love you. <laughs> Like this is, they think Jesus is watching The Bachelorette is what I gathered because there was a lot of like talk of uh, the girl screams back at him. I know I may have fucked that guy in a windmill, that, but I know Jesus still loves me. And he's like, well, he doesn't because Jesus frowns. Because I think it is the one of the commandments. Uh, Thou shall not fuck in a windmill, in a windmill on, yeah. a, on a network television show on ABC. I believe it's in between Covet Thy Neighbor's Wife and, um, and Thou Shall Not Kill. It's right in between there. It's a fucking, don't you dare fucking a windmill uh, with, with uh, a, you know, it's a sensible dress on that'll get you from the pool to the party. And because uh, and, these other guys are watching. There's this, they're like standing outside the door while they go in and fuck. And then, they, and then she comes out and they go, now it's my turn, right? I mean, it's the weirdest <laughs> shit. I know, I know I'm late to the game on these things and you guys are all like, yeah, hey, we've been talking about this for the last fucking 15 years. But it's fascinating to me that people sit and watch this. And, and there I am fucking caught up in it last night. Just couldn't stop watching it. I, uh, we were going to turn it off and watch Chernobyl, which is fucking fantastic. But it's so depressing. I was like, you know, let's just watch yeah, these leave it on. people fuck each other in a windmill. <laughs> so amazing stuff. Bachelorette, I guess. And I guess now on the, the one of the Bachelor in Paradise is another one they have where they all just go to an island. You guys know, once again, you, you, and now that I heard coming up on Bachelor in Paradise this week or whatever, there's a same-sex hookup. Two girls, I saw a picture of it. Two girls like fucking on, on each other in a um, hotel room somewhere in whatever paradise, whatever they consider paradise. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise. So they're getting on. But, you know, everyone will do anything just to get a little more camera time. Would you, would you eat her pussy for some camera time? Yeah, I will. No problem. Fucking roll the cameras. Just get me three How more. many minutes? Get yeah. me three more minutes on ABC primetime? Fucking yes. Mm-hmm. You want me to fuck a four loco can? Uh, instead of the bat, you, you know what? How about for three minutes of airtime, I will go in this windmill. I will fuck this four loco can. And I'll fully ejaculate in the four local can. I will come out and I will uh, show Chris Harrison my ejaculate for a rose. Can, will that, can you do that? Is that something we could do here on network television? We have to blur. We have to blur the, the puss, pussy part of the can. 
I think we're getting through this, Alex. I think we're, stum- we're doing somehow it. stumbling through this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody, but we had to stumble through. They, he, I didn't have to bring out a fucking toy soldier, a live toy soldier like mm-hmm. on a Today Show to, to kill fucking 15 minutes. We, I've just talked about the Johnsons. I'll get, I'll get through this shit somehow by hook or by crook, as they say. Uh, you want to start our songs or? Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> you so, know, uh, go ahead. We, we, uh, we, we delved into the eighties. I said last week, you know, we, we, we kind of, we could go back to the seventies a little bit. We could, but now we're, you know, we're moving on to the eighties and I did last week. I did, I ran by, uh, by, by the flock of seagulls and, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to stay, we're going to stay in that, in that world for a little while. None of this makes any sense. There's no reason why we started ending this show with songs, but it would make sense if the songs were like in the news somehow. And some sometimes they have been, like in the case of like Old Town Road, that was kind of like a newsworthy song. Um, but now we've just kind of made it a thing to where people are sending me endless amounts of song ideas and things like that. And they're all some are good, and some are some people just don't get the joke at all, and they're sending like legitimately good songs. And like, how about this? I'm like, yeah, that's kind of a good song. And and some of the ones we play are, but you know, there has to be something to it. But I appreciate all your efforts. Um, anyway, and then we were looking at kind of the top like pop songs of the day and Alex and I were listening to a few of them before we came to air here and honestly it's really all it's Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber have a song that Post Malone. sounds just like every you know just bah, you know those all that fucking whatever we all every we've said this time and time again they just all kind of sound the same and um, that's that I you know I watch this America's Got Talent these people jumping up and down at these singers coming out I'm like I don't know is that good I felt like I was at a karaoke performance. I, uh, like I used I don't to watch get it. all the time. I'd watch that. Uh, what was the one with Simon Cowell? My mom would watch yeah, it. Yeah, Amer- American Idol. I would always yeah. have that feeling where I'm like, is that good? Right. It didn't yeah. feel like good. Because I, I, I could I could just as easily go watch like somebody that's like really good. I can go to YouTube and watch a Bruce Springsteen concert and go, oh shit, like Ooh, that's really Bruce. good. Or and like watching that person on, on America's Got Talent, I'm like, this... I don't think anyone will ever go spend $85 on a ticket to go see this guy. And it's only good because you had to see him like crying in the hallway before right. about a his, lot of that. his grandma's got a, cancer. He had, skin, he had a skin condition <laughs> and he put a salve on it and now it's better, <laughs> but you know, it could come back at any time. But he's gonna, So he's going to sing a country song that, you know, the little girl, the dancer from uh, Dancing with the Stars, uh, Juliana Huff, she's now a judge on that. I tried to make her a movie star for a few minutes, but that didn't work out. So now she's judging um, with... Uh, Howie Mandel and, and, and Simon, who's just always wearing like stretched out T-shirts and looks like he cuts his hair with a lawnmower. And, you know, we all know the deal. His teeth are fucking crazy, you know, white chiclets. But that's Simon Cowell. That's who he is. He's, they, that's his brand, you know. Anyway, so we, uh, we hear these terrible songs and, you know, whatever taste is in America these days, we, we, it's just where this is America. You're gonna, you could find your pockets of people who have hip tastes, like Alex, you know, listens to the cool shit, knows the hip country artists who are doing legitimate work. And then, you, you know, most, most of the world is fucking, you know, people who like Cinnabon and, and, and fucking Blake Shelton. Nothing wrong with Blake, but, you know, it's fucking, and I don't, I'm one of those people. I, I, don't, I don't know, it's been a while since I've had a Cinnabon, but if someone has one, small. I need the little ones. The like, little I'm not going to sit there and, and have big, pick up a big giant one and stuff it in my face in front of people. When it's all over my hands. Like, I'm like, what? Now, now what? Now I've, I've made a fool of myself and I'm standing here like a wet child 
with shit all over my face. My stomach hurts. No, the, my stomach the, yeah. hurts. Yeah, mm. like if you're going to have one for me, maybe at the yacht party or one of the pool parties we're going to have. Between White up. Claws. Yeah, yeah. Have, a, have a like a decent small side. Add a, you know, like a quick bite. The other thing is if we do wind up having a pool party, um, I, I, I hate standing and eating. I hate it. Like a lot of times in show business, I'm in show business. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, you'll, you have to go to parties where there's like tray pass. I did it for many years. I was a tray pass waiter for many years. So you'll be standing up socializing with people in a you know, hall of some sort. And they'll be coming over with a plate of cheeseburgers, mini cheeseburgers. Want one? I'm like, I would love one if I was sitting down like a human being and eating it with two hands and without like being a foot away from another person talking about whatever role I didn't get that week, you know, because that's my life. I'm not going to eat it standing up talking to, you know, uh, talking to uh, Kathy Griffin with no napkin and just shit all over my, because I can't. It's not, it's not, this is not an, a thing for standing and eating. The stick, this shit on the stick, they put like chicken satay on a stick. And like, want it while I'm standing and eating? Oh, you want me to deep throat this fucking nine inch toothpick in front of Phil Donahue right now? No. I will starve before I, before I choke my, my fucking self with this chicken satay. Thank you. Back to country music. <laughs> We have decided to do with a country song this time because the pop music on the charts was so bad. We decided let's let's give ourselves a country. I don't know country, but like once again, I'm out all the time and it feels like it's everywhere. But you guys love it, country, and it's fine. Good for you. This song, the title alone. What is it again, Alex? Beer never broke my heart. You're saying beer, right? Beer. Beer, like beer. Beer. Beer never broke my heart. Yeah, beer so never broke basically my heart. What, now, who sings this? His name is uh, Luke Combs. Luke Combs. So what Luke Combs is saying is, fuck you, bitch. Um, beer, you broke my heart. I'm just go. I'll go back to beer. Beer and I'll go back to Four Loco. You know what? This is a great song to be playing on this episode because not only can he drink Four Loco, that won't break his heart. After it's over, he could fuck it too. Fuck the can. Same thing he did with you before you broke his heart, bitch. Coors needs to get in this market. Let me quick. hear it. Let me hear it. Girls tell me Trucks break down, dogs run off, politicians lie, been fired by the boss. It takes one hand. Oh, it takes one hand to count things I can count on. He can't count on a lot of things. Oh, I love it. Now, you guys are into this stuff, right? You're out there. You got your bedazzled pockets. There's still a lot of bedazzled pockets out there. Shopping at um, that one horrible store in the mall. Buckle. 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 You guys are getting some some bedazzled pockets at Buckle with a lot of jewels on them. Boot cut. Boot cut. I feel like the country charts are perfect because, like, originally we were looking for foot tapping music, and as much as I want to hate this, I'm like, I'm tapping over here. So am I, Alex, and I feel terrible about it, but fuck it. Like, if I was in a bar in Nashville right now, this would be amazing. I'd be drinking a long neck highball. Wouldn't even let you down, either. No, wouldn't let me down. Wouldn't let me down. Okay. 
Now, there's a guy like, like uh, what's his name? Uh, the George George Jones? George Jones. Like, what is George Jones? He's, I think he's dead now, George Jones. But what is, George Jones had a, like, a famous story. I don't know if it's an urban legend or not. He got pulled over by the cops driving to a, like a, to a bar. He got a D, and the cops said, you're too drunk to drive. Like, go take your car home. They didn't arrest him. So he said, all right. And he took his car home. And then he got on his ride-on lawnmower and drove it to the bar. Like, this is legal, right? I could drive my lawnmower. Dude. I mean, I don't know if this guy. I mean, sometimes you got. It takes a lawnmower to find something like in in pursuit of something that won't let was you that down. It? That, oh no, here's more. Long like ice cold beer ain't gonna let me down. You know what else ain't gonna let me down? A four loco. A four loco. It tastes good. It tastes good. It hits me hard. I don't know if I like it, but it tastes good and it hits me hard. And that's the way we do it here, you hunky motherfucker. Wow. All right. That's it. That is uh, Luke Combs. Combs. Long neck, cold heart. Won't break my heart, you beer. Thank you, beer, for... Not breaking my heart. Beer won't break my heart. That is number one on the country charts, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to get to our 80s jam. That was, well, not yet. Not yet oh, I'm going oh, oh. to give a little backstory on this one. This was actually the first concert I ever went to. Now I'm going to open this up to a uh, conversation on our Facebook page or wherever you guys want to write me. The best place to kind of, where I'm always accessing is Instagram. Uh, I, I see your messages. I get them. Some I choose to respond to, some I don't, but I'm for the most part respond to everybody. Uh, you can write me on email, franjoel at AOL.com. A lot of people have been doing that. That email is uh, on on uh, on my website where all my tour dates are. That's franjola.com. Also, there's an email address on the comedy pop-up page, and uh, they send me those, so I get them as well. Uh, this was my first concert. We uh, was, uh, went to the Ritz in New York City, which was back then. God, this is 82, 83. This was like a giant like New York City club back in the days of giant New York City clubs where you would go into a New York City club and there'd be trans people. And there was no more of an open world than New York City clubs back then. Nobody nobody questioned. You'd get, you know, bridge and tunnel guidos like me and coming over from Ronkonkoma or from Jersey or from Philadelphia mixed in with trans and mixed in with fucking, you know, eight foot people on roller skates. And there was like a sled. I mean, not a sled, a slide. There was a slide in this particular club we used to go to. A slide that would you would slide down onto the dance floor, <clears throat> like a slide you would have in a children's playground. And all these trans people would, you know, burn their cock and balls because they were like a short dress. And then they would take the slide and the balls would burn. You know, I would imagine it wouldn't be comfortable to do something like that. And, uh, and they would so every weekend I would do concerts, big '80s concerts. They would do, uh, and I went to see this concert. And I walked in, and I remember like, oh my god, this is amazing! And this is a band called the Human League. Uh, the lead singer goes by the name of Phil Oki. Phil Oki uh, was the lead singer, still going. They're out there. I believe there was two guys, two girls in the Human League, if, if I'm not mistaken. This was an absolutely enormous hit song in the 80s, one of the songs that pretty much formed the 80s, and it's a great story. It's a story that, we, you know, is, is, is a tale as old as time um, about, you know, success in show business. We're in it. Alex and I are in it. Some of you may be in it as well, uh, where, you know, the, sometimes you have a girl, a guy who gets a little, becomes a little more successful than you, and then they leave you flat. They leave you flat to go on. It's, it's, it's a different world. And uh, this is a song called, um, what's the title of the song? Now I forgot. Don't You Want Don't Me. Don't You Want Me. You know, 
give it to me. Oh my God. Here I was. Now at this point, I had already been raised on a pretty steady diet of dented cans. So I was, I knew I wasn't going to be a doctor or a lawyer. So I was like, I got to come up with some other angle here because my brain has been, has been a little lessened. So I'm not, it's not firing. I'm not going to be able to pick up on, you know, why are protons and neutrons through this? I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. What else can I do? So I came up with like an angle like, oh, maybe I'll be like a comedian and do jokes about, I'll just dance to like this shit. Phil Oki. Yeah, it's me. I put you where you are now. I put you where you are. I feel like I, I, I feel like I did this to Alex. I feel like oh. Alex is my um, Alex is the woman in this song, and I am I am the Phil Oki. I'm this I'm the guy, and Alex probably go on a great success, and then he'll fucking uh, he'll see me one day trying to sign up to get a, a, a midnight spot at the comedy store, and go, like, hey bro, what's going on? As he goes, you know, he pulls that in his Corvette. And I'm like, dude, remember me? I fucking gave you a chance. You fucked up the sound one time, and I let you. I, I still let you continue. And be like, whatever, bro. Don't you, don't you want me, Alex, anymore? Fuck you and your conspiracy theories. Go back to Vegas, you prick. Fuck him. And I go. Then I go walk to Sour. <laughs> That's it. This is. I mean, come on, everybody. Here she comes. This is now. This is her angle. This is her. This is her saying, "Yeah, listen, you were great. I love you. Thank you for everything." But come on, I'm, I've moved on, you old fuck. I feel like this in my head. This song has always been about an older, younger. This guy to me is an older guy. I, it's I don't know. Star I don't know how, yeah, exactly. I don't know how they wrote it initially. If they were supposed to be the same couple, same age. But she's like, "I love you," but I got no time for you anymore. Jeffrey Epstein. I got you're old and gross. I, I, I'm sorry we had that one. Trist. I made it. I got my own on Yeah, we, exactly. Now I'm fine. I don't need you anymore. We had that one tryst on the yacht when I was 14, but fuck you now. Bye-bye. Uh, sad, really. It's happened to me a couple times, this kind of this kind of success. The good thing is uh, I, I, I played a long game. I've kept my success up for many, many years. I've seen a lot of people uh, get burnt out, burn out quick, and now I'm still standing. You know, I just read Moira Kelly signing autographs in North Carolina for 25 bucks. So, fuck you. You know how much I get for an autograph? Nothing. Wait, is that better? Oh, I think it might be worse. Anyway, so she still might have me on that. But Wow. Come on. Lend us your backyard. Lend Alex and I your backyard for one afternoon. Make Pool sure party. it's properly shaded. And we can't have a good time to this. I don't know if you have a... You have a, a we could even dance on your grass, probably, but it needs to be properly mowed. Don't get, I don't want long grass. Make sure it's cut to uh, whatever lo your lowest level on your lawnmower is. Make sure it's at that level for dancing. I don't want to get my feet caught up in long grass wind up falling down. You know? I don't want that. That'd be embarrassing. All right. And if... if you know, if you let us stay at your house, you maybe have a room upstairs that's far away from your, like your room and your, your like your your life. We don't want to fuck with your family. Like we don't want to be have to you know walk pat down the hallway past your your husband on the way to the bathroom at three in the morning. If we if we if, we, if Alex and I want to fuck a four local can in your garage, we will. So give us our space if we stay in your house. Don't you want us, baby, to come and have a good time at your backyard party? We've got only a few weeks left of summer, so I suggest you people get fucking cracking.
thank you for listening to this episode of Cover to Cover, where we completely went off the rails and tried to make something happen out of a week where the biggest story I read in the New York Post was they found an In-N-Out burger on a sidewalk in New York City, uh, completely un- unbitten or uneaten or untouched. <laughs> and they were like, how did this double-double get on the sidewalk in New York City? They don't have In-N-Outs in New York. And people are fascinated by the fact that this untouched double-double was lying on a sidewalk in New York City. It's all over the news. Which is so, like, you ever seen a McDonald's burger, the the old test where they, like, never decay? <laughs> well, that, you don't have to go, like, if you, the fr- you, you vacuum out your car to car wash. Yeah. I mean, you remember. Back, fries are still The good. fries are still there. Yeah. I and mean, it could be fucking eight years later. Yeah. And that's a potato. That shouldn't be the case. No. But, you know, whatever. I, whatever. I mean, you can't look too far into these things. You know, you got to live a life. Every now and again, in a pinch, you have to. I'll eat tell you, this if shit. I was in New York and someone came up with a double double, forget it. Lying I don't care. Street. I don't care where it was. No, I'm eating it. I know, and and then also in New York, you figure somebody might have picked that up along the way. But anyway, this is. I'm saying, the shit is slow this week. We came up with it. We managed to give you an hour and something worth of uh, of material. I thought it was fun. Uh, I hope you had fun listening to it. You got to keep spreading the word on this podcast. We dropped again last week where, you know, we dropped, we're at 800, whatever. We're still top thousand, but we'd like to be in the top 500. Tell all your friends. This shit is fun. Your husband will like it. You'll, your, your kids will like it. Everybody will learn something. You know, if you didn't listen to this podcast, would you know that they had a Four Loco candy you could fuck? No. Probably not. No. Would you know that Four Loco was good because it tastes good and it hits you hard? I mean, I know. Ca- I know. I knew that one. You knew that. I knew that. You knew that because you're, you know, you're a white trash. <laughs> yeah. like, I used to get hit pretty hard by yeah. four locos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> Alex knows these things. So we're trying to report to you people, you decent people. Don't eat dented cans. Get out and have fun and, uh, you know, buy FabFit Fun, which I'm about to do an ad for. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.